We're live. Thank you again for joining us here at the Collective Social Network Live, we're talking grassroots candidates, and uh, sometimes nationally looked over, uh, which got hard to find races. Today we're here with uh, Cody. Cody uh, Arn is running for House of Delegates in Texas, uh, uh, which call it District 51. Cody, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. It is the House of Representatives here in Texas. Sorry about that. House of Representatives. We learned so much more. You know, I'm in Chicago. A lot of our audience is spread all over the place, but it's great to learn about these things. Uh, um, you know, the House of Representatives in Texas, um, you know, Texas is kind of a, um, kind of a looked um, to state, you know, in the upcoming 22 um, elections. Can you tell us a little bit about, you know, why you felt this was the, the seat to run for and, and um, you know, a little bit about your background in, in your district? Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, my name is Cody Arn. I grew up here in Central Texas. I'm a lifelong Texan. Uh, I only got involved in politics a few years ago. I, growing up, my family was super religious, super conservative. Uh, we weren't really involved in politics. Uh, but then in 2016, seeing um, Trump win, that was pretty devastating, uh, especially for someone like me. I am a member of the LGBT community. And that was really hard to kind of grapple with. Uh, and so I kind of pledged to myself that, okay, we have four years between now and the next election. We have to do everything we can to make sure that Trump can't win again. Um, and this was before he'd even taken office. And so in 2018, I started getting involved more and more in politics as an organizer. Uh, I worked as a volunteer on Beto O'Rourke's Senate campaign in 2018. And that was kind of my introduction to uh, doing actual organization work. And then over the next couple of years, I continued working on more campaigns um, and working on different issues as well. So both for candidates as well as different issues we had, particularly for housing affordability and LGBT rights protections. Um, my family was impoverished in the fallout of the 2008 recession, um, fell on some hard times. My dad lost his job, struggled to keep a job for very long. And so we were uh, only surviving because of welfare programs and housing assistance. <clears throat> there was actually about a 10 year period where we were at risk of losing our house that entire time. Um, that caused a lot of difficulties. Um, and it also brought an awareness to me about how much good policy really can save lives. And uh, so for me, politics is, you know, I think that a lot of people turn politics into gamemanship. It's a, it's like another sport. But for me, this is really about, uh, it's a life or death matter. The policies that we implement will affect the lives of so many Americans in need. Um, here in Texas, we just had our 87th legislature. It was one of the hardest uh, legislative sessions that we've ever had. It was extremely conservative. The majority party was extremely aggressive in passing their agenda. Um, there were dozens of anti-LGBT bills that were introduced, some of which passed. Um, there were anti-homeless bills that got through. There were bills that stripped back voting rights and several other issues as well. Um, and in particular, the issues regarding the LGBT community were what really kind of made me go, wow, this, this is a huge problem right now. Um, we here in Texas, our House of Representatives has an LGBT caucus. It is five members, one of whom is retiring. Um, she's leaving the House. Uh, all of the House members that we do have are women, and they're all, um, they're not old necessarily for politics, um, but they, they can't quite speak to the experience of growing up nowadays as a queer Texan. And so that was the thing that I said, you know what, my community is under attack right now. My community is feeling the, the grips of having this bad policy play out. So maybe this is the time to run. Uh, my current representative is giving up his seat. And so it was a good opportunity.
Amazing. Thank you. Um, and thank you for stepping up. You know, in America, we have we're seeing the um, you know we have to fight for so much more of where we want to be and so much more of what we thought was settled. Um, and it's uh, we've been fighting over and over that uh, so much civil rights is tied to uh, people's material well-being in any given area. You know, Texas being the largest state in the nation, as you said, only eighty seventh of professional. We forget how new also to to the union sometimes. Um, in terms, you know, we have a lot of East Coast uh, state uh, representatives sometimes, but um, uh, I see your platform is very robust on housing, on education, on the electrical grid. Um, you know, uh, is, is there any one issue right now do you think that, you know, besides the voting legislation and, and obviously this attack, um, people uh, of the LGBTQ community, um, you know, and, uh, you know, by extension, you know, furthering um, attacks on other communities, uh, what is, uh, do you think this a message that Democrats can rally around in Texas that can offset such a, you know, we heard how hyper-partisan Texas legislators were, where people were locked out um, and an agenda was railroaded through. Uh, how do you rally the people, you know, to counter that, um, you know, intransigence that you're, that's, you know, Texans are facing right now? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it's a good question. One of the uh, things that actually, when I, when I launched this campaign, I have a, a family friend who reached out to me. He's a lifelong Republican, lifelong conservative voter, very, very conservative. Uh, and he looked through my website and he goes, Cody, you know, a lot of these policies aren't very progressive. And what he meant was he agreed with a lot of the policies. He felt like there was middle ground that we could meet um, on issues of like affordable housing. Here in Texas, our housing costs are just out of control. Here in Austin, specifically where I live, um, in the last year, our uh, that cost of the average monthly rent has gone up by 25%. The cost of housing just in the last year went up by 37%. Um, Texas has seen a huge population growth uh, over the last 10 years, but our cost of housing is actually moving at four times the rate of our population growth. So it's wildly out of control. And these are issues that affect all Texans. It affects progressives, liberals, leftists, uh, conservatives, Republicans, everyone. And everyone wants their property rates to go down. They want to be able to just afford where they're living. And so when we start to initiate the conversation, not around necessarily a culture issue, but of a, hey, you have this problem. I have this problem. Here's a solution. Here's how we can fix it. Here's how we can bring housing costs down. Here's how we can actually lower the property taxes in a sustainable way that allows Texas to keep moving forward for its citizens and not just continuing to strip back social programs. Uh, and when you start the conversation that way, I've had a lot of great positive feedback. People are very receptive because we all want solutions to those bread and butter issues. Wow. You know, we're definitely rooting for you here at the Collective Social Network, you know, to push for the solutions. Um, you know, we feel any progressive that gets elected into any office is helping America, you know, advance along to where we need to be. How can people that are watching uh, get involved? You know, where can they learn more? And, uh, you know, uh, uh, where can they donate? Absolutely. So my website is CodyArnForTexas.com. Uh, that's C-O-D-Y-A-R-N. And then Texas is spelled out. Um, if you go there, I've got links on all of my policies. It's a very long list. Um, down at the bottom, you can also find my Twitter, my Facebook, my Instagram. There's my donation link on Act Blue. Uh, you can find all of that there. Um, we would love to get some more donations right now. This is a very short race. Um, the primary is um, just a month away. It's actually 30 days from tomorrow on March 1st. And early voting starts February 14th on Valentine's Day. Uh, and that's in just two weeks. So yeah, we're, we're in crunch time trying to close this out strong.
I'm sorry, I didn't quite catch that. It actually had you muted there, I think. Sorry about that. I'm just wishing you the best of luck here at the Clux Social Network. You know, we'll be um, looking to how, um, how Texas goes next month. Thank you again for taking the time to be with us. Thank you, guys. You guys have a great night. You as well.